Welcome to the Crater Podcast, a weekly show where we discuss all the JavaScript news that's happened on Crater.io this week. This episode is for Friday, December 11th, 2015. This week's episode is brought to you by Modulus.io. They are the single best hosting option available for Meteor right now. Go to Modulus.io and check them out. They offer a marketplace. They offer you Mongo databases. It's very easy to integrate with other Mongo databases. You know, they offer WebSocket support with sticky sessions. They do everything right for your Meteor app. I use them for everything that I'm doing. I would highly recommend you use them as well. Modulus.io. Welcome, Crater fans. I'm your host, Josh Owens, along with my co-host... Benjamin Strahan. Hello, everyone. What's up, Benny? What up, buddy? <laughs> it's a Friday. T- well, we're recording Friday. T minus... Oh, you know what? We're not recording next week. Mm. I'm taking the day off. It's Star Wars Day. Is it really? Yeah. I love you guys. You're great listeners, but no, it's not happening. I'm not doing it. I've got my tickets... Do you really? Yeah. I'm going to be like burned at the stake right now, but like I haven't been following the Star Wars stuff. What? I just, it's another movie for me. It's great. It's a great experience, but it's not. You're not a Kylo Ren fan or. I don't know what that means. <laughs> nice. nice. <laughs> he's, he's the new bad guy. You, you haven't seen any commercials or anything? Uh, I've seen on. a few. Okay. Few. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I saw a preview, like a 4K preview of one of the new Star Wars ga- video games coming out, and I was like, "What? This is Battlefront." A game. It like looked like it real life. Yeah, Battlefront's amazing, dude. I just got oh, that. God. I played it last weekend. It was awesome. Oh yeah, it's out. Dang. Yeah, that's amazing. Plus, plus, highly recommended. So I, you know, I got the game. Apparently, there was a, a patent on this that just expired, but apparently, someone had a patent on games while the game is loading, like the loading screen being a game itself. Uh, Oh, interesting. And and so that patent just recently expired. And with Battlefront, I didn't even realize that popping the disc and it was loading all the content to the hard drive. But while it's doing that, it like gave me a little uh, scenario to run around in and play as Darth Vader. Nice. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. And then it's like, your game's loaded. And I'm like, I thought this was the game. This is amazing. (laughs) Funny. That is awesome. That is awesome. Highly recommend. But Dude, whoever had that patent, man, was so evil. Yeah, no joke. I'm glad it's done. I think all patents should be burned. <laughs> it's all about the execution, not the idea. Come on, people. Yep. All right. So this week we are going to be talking about Tracker versus Redux. Get your hands up. Redux, uh, Redux, Redux. How to write NPM modules using ES. 2015. Mm-hmm. I always have that slight pause as my brain kind of <laughs> rewires and says, oh, we can't say yes, six anymore. <laughs> uh, Meteor 1.3 coming soon. Cool. Dr. Mongo, paging Dr. Mongo. <laughs> Interesting and, project. Yeah. And CraterConf. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Super excited. All right. So I'm excited to hear about this first one, man. Tell me oh about Tracker vs. Redux, because I did not read this. James, this guy, he writes, he's the guy, right? He's facey-spacey in the forums. 
he's been talking a lot lately about Meteor and Blaze versus React and all that kind of stuff. And I, this is a long read. And admittedly, I haven't even gotten through the entire thing. But I put it on here because, number one, like I just found it super interesting like all the points that he's hitting that I've read so far. And, you know, he, he's talking about, it's not really tracker versus redux as much as it is like the meteor ideals versus the Facebook ideals. And, you know, you and I kind of got into it last week talking about, you Who's know, going to buy meteor. <laughs> no, but I mean, that was, that was part of the conversation, I guess, but just whether like Facebook's going to come out with something that kind of like, you know, right. ties everything together in a smart way based on some of these talks, maybe they won't. Right. And so they, they were talking like he gave some uh, points where they said they didn't like um, abstractions. They prefer, uh, Oh gosh, where's the line? It was, it was good. Talking this about guy, like, this guy needs a TLDR. He, he does need a TLDR. Uh, libraries are bad. Polyfills are better. Transpilers are great. So here's the key thing, right? Like React and Redux and Flux and like all that jazz, that's good for Facebook. And that's good for the way Facebook builds apps. But at the end of the day, like if, if you need to like get an app built, you don't necessarily want to spend time writing a hundred lines of code when 10 lines of code will do. And that's mm -hmm. his point is like, it's great that you can go be explicit over here with react and uh, redux and all those kinds of things. Uh, but at the same time, sometimes it's just faster or quicker to go do the implicit stuff and, and build an app that way. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's the TLDR I walked away with. He does get a little more into the tracker redux kind of arguments in the later part of it as well. But it's worth a read. Like I'm going to sit down after the podcast and probably finish reading it. I think he's, he's making a lot of interesting points. Hmm, interesting. I'll keep it open on my tabs. If I get to it before the day's over, then good. Otherwise it's going to be wiped. Wipe. No, actually it's pretty interesting. I want to, I have two things on my short, short list to play with and it's one is redux. And so I need to start diving a little bit more into that. The other one's, Phoenix? No. <laughs> that That's on uh, page four <laughs> on my list. <laughs> page four. <laughs> Talking about that, like we recorded something cool earlier. We did. This week, right? we did. Yeah. So if people don't know, we do, we've got the chat room and everyone's been trolling Ben of late. I don't even know how it started, but you're like, get that elixir crap out of here. And so now everyone kind of ribs been about being scared of elixir and phoenix um, yeah and josh thought it would be hilarious to get the creator of phoenix on a podcast with us uh, <laughs> so i get to meet him personally <laughs> i uh i did not think it would be hilarious i thought it would be interesting a train wreck <laughs> you could provide insight or thoughts as well or questions i mean so here's what i'll say that conversation was super interesting wasn't it i behaved myself right it was interesting you did. I really liked it. So, so guys, we recorded the Meteor Club podcast or what's that one going to come out as, Josh? What's the title? Is it still going to be Meteor Club? Uh, yeah, probably. I think somewhere around January 1st, I'm going to rename it Space Dojo Show. Okay. But so we had the creator of Phoenix and we had our, our boy, uh, Sam Kirkos on. 
we talked it up, man. We figured out like what was so valuable about Phoenix. Uh, there's some trade-offs because you're going to be building in Elixir. You don't have one, one code language that you'll be building in. So yeah, uh, it was a really interesting conversation. It opened it up my eyes. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So it was, it was super interesting. Mm-hmm. I guess that's it on that. Yeah. <laughs> right on. So next we got how to write NPM modules in ES 2015. So this was written by our boy, Aaron Oda. He just rebranded his Meteor Hacks blog site to Kadera Voice and moved it over to Medium. Uh, Medium. Yeah. I like it's that. The, it's one of the first uh, articles to come out. It's showing a new boilerplate that he put together for us. So we have some hints that in upcoming versions of Meteor that we're going to be having module support. And uh, with that, it makes it a lot of sense to like start using packages from NPM rather than from atmosphere. So with that, there's like a bunch of boilerplate. There's, there's a bunch of like complicated stuff to get your packages going and everything. Uh, Aaron noted did the work for us. So this article walks through how to easily like take his boilerplate and it will, and he has some scripts, right? This is for making a package, right? Yeah. This is for making a package. Yep. And being able to uh, support it to a modular system for NPM. And then I really like the end where it's like he's playing like a little like fake Q&A on like uh, telling people to like start using NPM instead of Atmosphere. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a short read. It's only four minutes. Uh, and then check out the tool. Yeah. So, uh, I'm excited about this. I'm glad you put it on the list. Yeah. And when you're there, uh, you can hit subscribe too. Like if you're not familiar with medium, it's super awesome. And like I'm changing, um, the space dojo blog will be over there shortly. I've applied. There's a process to get a custom domain, but Mm. it's totally worth it. Like the social engagement is just insane. Yeah. So they have really good linking system. They have the, it's basically a social, a pretty nice social network that I really think is attracting the right clientele, at least for the developer community. Yeah. Yeah. Like Tumblr wouldn't be good for us. Like it just doesn't attract the right people. Well, I don't think Tumblr has great discovery mechanisms in it. So yeah. Medium does, right? Like if you use one of your social logins, it starts connecting people and like auto following people, which, you know, I mean, if you're, interested enough to follow them on Facebook or Twitter, then you care what they are reading and sharing. That's how the discovery works. Mm -hmm. Pretty awesome. It is. So you were saying module supports come in when? Ah, that's a nice segue. Yeah. You like that? So we had some hints from Ben Newman that we'll be seeing it in 1.3. So tell us about 1.3. Well, number one, I want to say, like, I, I did think this was pretty awesome. Someone asked a question on the forums, and then we got a reply from Sashko, and he's like, I think Ben should say something here. And then, like, Ben jumped in and said stuff. And it basically said, like, you know, you'll be able to do that in 1.3. So the question was, like, why is Meteor install API better than Webpack and Meteor? And then he just kind of, like, went into all of it. And it was a really great explanation. He basically said, like, we care about backwards compatibility. That's a big reason why we have Meteor.install versus, you know, just going straight for Webpack. And, hey, I say kudos, right? Like, to me, I want to be able to do awesome stuff with modules 
like sooner rather than later. And if I can just not bust my app and upgrade Mm -hmm. to 1.3, that makes sense to me. I, I also wonder if this means like, you know, when Webpack, official Webpack support comes in, you know, will, will we be at 2.0 then? Because it'll be a little bit breaking to bring it in? Wow. Oh, see, I was confused. I thought that um, Ben's little uh, write-up here was saying like how they didn't want to bring Webpack in. Webpack integration in. Uh, does he say that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like they were building their own. Uh, it's like at the end of the second paragraph. Easy upgrade to version 1.3. It wouldn't matter how awesome Webpack is, and it is awesome. Responding to bug reports about Webpack integration would consume all our time as core developers. Yeah. And it goes through saying like Webpack is sophisticated, but... Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure they've, they've still said they're eyeballing Webpack in the long term. Interesting. I know they said that earlier that they were looking at it. Well, we call out to you guys, the listeners, go ahead and, and check out this uh, post on forums.meteor.com. Why is Meteor install better than Webpack? Yeah. And you know, it's funny too, because we were talking about like asset stuff in the, the show we did on Phoenix and he was talking about brunch and mm-hmm. uh, frankly, that that's only the second time I'd ever heard of brunch. Uh, the first time being like when David did his write-up on Webpack and he said he thought brunch was actually a better option. But mm-hmm. most people would be like, what the hell is brunch? Where did this come from? Why didn't you guys just support Webpack? And, you know, uh, I thought it was interesting to hear Chris McCord talk about the fact that Webpack seemed overly complicated to him. Brunch was much easier to use. And... I think the thing is right now they're just starting to get honed in on kind of their browser NPM kind of support. So. Yeah. Yeah. And brunch. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you what, like Webpack is still, I spent too much time trying to understand it. It kind of turned me off from it. Mm. Like I could understand um, if I was part of a bigger organization and we're, and we need a sophisticated builder, like I would totally be all about it. But if I'm building MVPs and I just got to get up rolling fast, yeah. I'll welcome module support, get NPM going and all that stuff. And like, I'll move over to Webpack if my app ever like blows up in the future to something huge. Otherwise, I just want to get stuff out the door quickly. Yeah, I'm really curious like what this module support is going to look like. Are we going to be able to compile like separate JavaScript files, I wonder, uh, and have like different entry points into our app? Now, see, that's what I was hoping. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, yeah. Which I think they will because they're talking about, didn't they talk about like loading? Did they? I don't know. I haven't gone through all the commits, but I know like the Webpack stuff that you can install now gives you that ability. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting stuff. We'll see. 1.3. Yep. When it hits the ground, we'll report on it. Play with it. Mm Mm-hmm. Cool. So next up, we have to go to the doctor's office. Paging Dr. Ben. Dr. Mongo. (laughs) Actually, I saw this come across. I didn't see this Medium post that we be talking on right now. It's called, this is why you'll love Dr. Mongo. Actually, I saw it on Crater when when they were linking the original app. I think it was like linked to the source code. 
But uh, if you guys are familiar with RoboMongo or a few other Mongo clients uh, out there, this provides a similar uh, experience, except it is through the browser. It's a Meteor app, right? And it's a Meteor app and it has some pretty killer features that I've been wanting. And this like little blog article that we're going to be going through kind of just hits the extra things on top of it. But for all intents and purposes, before we go through the features here on this blog post, it's just basically your, you have a GUI on your Mongo database. Like uh, PHP MyAdmin for mm-hmm. people that have maybe used that. There you go. That's a better, yeah. That's a better connection. Biggest feature, love it, is now all your IDs, your Meteor IDs are linked automatically. So you just click it and you go to that linked record or document. So, uh, boom, that's it. So go ahead and download it and use it. That's the reason why. <laughs> I, I will say I, I like the UI on it. it Material-esque. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's, it feels better than some of the other options. Like, um, I, I tried, uh, is it Mongo Chef? I, I wasn't a huge fan of that. And Robo Mongo's, it's okay. But I, I kind of like the UI here. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's just me. Because like the records are kind of like closed up and then you just click anywhere and they kind of expand. That was, that was the next step. Yeah. You got a nice table. You expands into a tree. Yeah. You can save your views. So if you got something that you want, like, is this, is this a built-in feature or can you just like bookmark your, your route? Looks know. like it's a feature. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. My guess is they are putting it all on the route though. Yeah. That was the next thing is like browser history and bookmarking. Mm-hmm. So you can like, yeah, this is exactly like we were, Sam Hatoum was talking the other day in the media club Slack chat. Like I'd love to have a tool where, you know, things are automatically set up on the web and like our biz dev guy can go in there and like run a query and get the data he needs and, like be done with it, you know? Well, this isn't for production apps, right? This is just local. Why not? You just pointed at a Mongo database, right? I guess. You guess? Gosh. That's kind of freaky as hell. Napoleon Dynamite tease. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's do it, man. And then we could like hack everyone that has their production database connected to Dr. Mongo somehow. Yeah, you got another their Mongo... URL connection string. Once you got that, you're in there, buddy. Well, Dr. Mongo. Awesome. Good stuff. Yep. Glad it came out. All right. So is that it? We're done with the show. All right, everyone. Jerk. Been a good show. Jerk. <laughs> we got crater conf, yo. You're speaking at it, aren't you? I am. I yeah. am. Day yeah. three. Day three. Three days closer. Yeah. No. I'm the very last guy? No, I don't think so. Okay. You put me on the same day as like a Phoenix talk. Well, you know. And I'm like, man, this guy is like totally trolling me, man. He put me on a Phoenix blog and now, (laughs) or a podcast and now I'm on. Well, and on top of that, I think, you know, I'm still not 100% on like the order of the day, but uh, who knows? Maybe we'll we'll close with that talk. (laughs) Yeah. So tell us about CreatorConf. What is it, man? I had a number of people that were kind of sad that they couldn't make it to Space Camp. And, 
Like I was sad that they couldn't make it either. And like, this isn't exactly like a comparable experience, right? I mean, you can go get your own alcohol, but there's definitely not going to be any cool like board gaming going on after the fact. Uh, um, but you know, the talks, the talks were good and uh, I'm still working on those other videos from the last camp. Uh, mm -hmm. like, uh, so you put this together. So it's a conf.crater.io. Yeah. And it's like a remote conf. Yeah, absolutely. It'll all be online. You'll be able to just pull it up at your desk and stream it. I'm going to be using uh, Crowdcast for it. They've got a new, more advanced setup that's not using Google Hangouts. And okay. I got the idea. I talked to uh, Charles Maxwood about the whole thing. And, you know, he was like, yeah, like, go ahead and, and run a, like a media version. Uh, obviously, I, I tweaked it a little being Crater. There's a few broader topics, right? And so we're going to talk like Meteor and Docker with Jeremy, Shimko, and Sam's going to be talking about like testing and how it can help you deliver features faster. So it's not necessarily like Meteor focused, but there, there's quite a few talks. Like Carl's going to talk about like React and Meteor um, and building. Same with uh, Ramsey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So Ramsey's going to be talking about like more, a little more design oriented and like how to make your components free usable. Arenota is talking about GraphQL. P. Corey's talking about NoSQL injection. So I think there's a lot of talks in here, but I tried to get them to focus on React or Meteor in some way. And then the other one that I, I'm kind of interested here as well is like using Redux, React, and Phoenix and Elixir like all together. Yeah. So. Yeah. So it's based off, of, so it's stretched out for three days. You have four speakers a day. Yep. So it's 12 speakers. Yep. Each Very speaker will talk for about 45 minutes and then you'll have a chance to do kind of a Q&A at the end. And I'll be kind of on with all of them and helping relay the questions and that kind of thing. Very cool. Yeah. I'm super excited. Uh, if you're interested, the tickets are $89. Uh, I sent out a discount code to the, all the meetup captains. So if you're interested, you can get uh, a discount. Just talk to your meteor captain. They should know that. There's a super secret code. Yeah. That only I know. Yeah. You and, can tweet uh, that. So you got to like, just like, you know, direct message me on Twitter. No, you should just, you just tweet it. Let's, oh, see yeah. how many, let's see how many you can get, Ben. No, no more secrets. I don't know how many of my followers really are going to so step up. I hope they if you really want a discount to CraterConf, you should follow Ben on Twitter. Oh, that was perfect, man. Yeah. See, <laughs> see where I went with that? That's nice. <laughs> so, uh, and then the other thing is, like, I've already had a couple of meetups um, contact me. So there, there's a ticket there for meetups as well they can get together as a group and charge a cover yeah people in yep they might even make some money off of that yeah possibly cover yeah yeah i tried to keep the cost lower i mean obviously there's some costs associated with this uh, as far as hosting it goes and then uh, i'm going to be donating 10 percent of the proceeds to code now nice uh as well i'm super excited about that they like hit all the check marks for things that I care about and like professional goals I have. Like I want to make sure that kids can learn how to code. Mm -hmm. That's a big goal of mine next year. I just uh, decided to do that this week and thought it'd be pretty awesome. I'm stoked. Yeah. It's going to be super awesome. 
Yes, and I'm going to be speaking on a very polarizing subject so I can get lots of questions. You'll be talking on Phoenix, right? <laughs> yeah, right. I'm going to be talking about the MVP stack that everyone should be using across the board. Yeah? No. Re React? <laughs> Not across the board. But it will be an MVP stack that like probably 90% of new apps should be using. And the decisions of like how I went through and, and picked each one. Oh, so you're going to kind of detail more than one, huh? No, no. Uh, how I picked each part of that stack. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. I really think that this is something that you don't want to like put a lot of thought into. Mm -hmm. You kind of want to read over it, review it. Okay. This is my stack and then go out and like make stuff. Yes. You want to be reinventing your stack and you need someone that has already gone through all the trenches and shares with you the insights on why they decided how they did. And then, and then hit the bullet points. Like, is it extensible? Is it going to like be able to carry my project from MVP to a late stage company, you know, and how can it expand along the way, you know, and things like that and yeah. satisfying everything. So, yeah. Yeah. It'll be it'll interesting. Be yeah. I hope people disagree with me. I like re negative reactions. <laughs> Joking. You know, I, I, Joking. It's funny you say that, but like, I, I don't know. I'm of the mindset that it's okay to, to build some code and then throw it away later. I think it's totally okay to throw parts of it away. I'm totally down with that. Like replacing parts of it, but yeah. a total rebuild. Mm, yeah. I mean that, that could be painful. I'm hoping you pick meteor as uh, the, the Holy grail, of the stacks here. Uh, because I think Phoenix was pretty interesting. Yeah. I think uh, it's interesting because like we were, we were talking in the meteor club Slack chat room about, how you can incrementally like add in react and like start writing new stuff in react and still have old stuff in blaze. And you know, that's to me, that's actually kind of compelling because then I don't, mm -hmm. I don't feel like I'm being forced into something because it would be terrible to have to sit down and like, if it's, it's a piece, like if we're not going to add functionality in a piece of code, like I don't really want to sit down and mess with it if it's already working. So like I can get other new stuff going and it's cool and interesting and, build it in the new thing. And then later, likely you're going to have to come back and, and touch it at some point and update functionality or something. And then like hit it at that point and, and rewrite yeah. it. Makes yeah. more sense to me. And blaze two is just going to make it easier to kind of like have that workflow and move into more complex react uh, views. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> so it'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. So guys go sign up. It's pretty affordable now. Get the early bird uh, discount and uh, get your tickets, man. Hail Hydra. <laughs> I'm looking forward to Civil War. Yeah, me too. Super excited. Yeah. That's awesome. I got to say though, yeah, I'm still like Star Wars is tops in my list. I watch it daily. Like when I get off here, I'll probably load up YouTube on my iPhone or something. And there's like an hour long show I watch where they talk about the upcoming Star Wars stuff. Yeah. You know what looks really cool is the Hateful Eight. Oh, yeah. I'm super excited about that, too. I'm a big uh, Quentin Tarantino fan. So. Yeah. I would love to. I should probably look around and see, like, when Chicago's getting that, like, what is it, that 70 millimeter special showing or something like that? Oh, yeah. Do you get one of those? I think you got to go to, like, well, I'm, an I'm sure you do. I don't, I don't think I do. I don't know. Toronto's getting it, and, like, the OK Grow team is, like, like geeking out over it. So 
that's what got me like knowing about what's coming out. So yeah, fun stuff. Fun thing about Star Wars saying like, I don't know much at all. It's totally true. So we have an avatar contest every uh, week at OK Grow. And yeah. so in our Slack group, we change our avatars. And the theme this week was uh, Star Wars. Uh, Everyone had classic Star Wars. And, and you, uh, you went with Jar Jar Banks. Who are you talking to? You. How'd you know? <laughs> <laughs> it just seems like your style. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. I did. I did. And you know what? In the, in the history of the company, I'm the first guy to get negative points. <laughs> for my avatar <laughs> did you did you post the whole like did you see that post about like jar jar binks being like a secret sith overlord and no one realized it what? like him being a bubbling idiot was really just an act and you know he's like if you analyze all his parts in the movie like he seemed to cause things to happen for the dark side <laughs> you should go well, check I, that out i hope that was the case then because then i probably will I probably won't have negative points. They probably would give me some points then for being badass, but well, that's what I'm no, saying. Like, it was a horrible choice. <laughs> post that up and be like, yeah, you guys thought so. Right. I should. I think I will. <laughs> Do it. Oh, that's funny. All right. Another week down, bro. Yep. Like I said, nothing next week. Maybe we'll do one um, right before Christmas. Uh, we'll, we'll figure out our schedule, but we'll get one more in before the end of the year. Mm-hmm. We'll do, we'll do a prediction show. What do you think? We totally should. Yeah. Cause like, actually I didn't tell you this, but, um, we have a bunch of shows on the Ben and Abby show coming out and our last one that we did, we recorded up to show 10 and that is a prediction show. You, you recorded your prediction show early. That's dangerous, right? We did. Well, it's for 2016. So, right. it, and so that show, I think it's going to be out by when, next Wednesday, that prediction show for 2016. And we said some cool <clears throat> or we said some cool stuff. <laughs> yeah, we're not explicit on here, Ben. Jeez. No, yeah. I was just thinking of the Ben and Abby show, and then like I thought there was no walls, you know, <laughs> no barriers. Just say whatever. What Anywho. the f- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, as always, I want to thank you for listening. We always appreciate that. We love mm-hmm. having you on as part of our audience. Uh, and if you don't know this, you can tweet at us. You can mm-hmm. do that. We're on Twitter. So is Crater. Crater Podcast at Crater Podcast. If you see a post that you really want us to talk about and you want to override our like list making skills, then do like tweet yeah, it out. It's, it's basically just me loading up a bunch of Crater posts and uh, just randomly picking. Like I throw darts at them and that's how they get picked. <laughs> just kidding not really uh if you like the show you can also support it through patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash meteor club also you can support our sponsor modulus go to modulus.io i think i wonder if the the code still works uh they had a code coupon code there called met podcast all one word uh that would get you some credit you could you could try it maybe it still works if it doesn't, let me know. Tweet at me and we'll get a new one. So, all right, guys. Tune in in two weeks and we'll have some more awesome news for you. Later. This podcast has been a Meteor Club production. You can find out more information about Meteor Club at meteorjs.club. It's pretty easy to join the mailing list and stay in the loop. 
Again, that's meteor.js.club. Meteor.js.club.